Hi, I'm Daniel Foley from the Abundant Life Training Center, and welcome to our daily community meditation, where today we're talking about blessing and cursing. We're going to take a look at this passage of scripture in James chapter 3, where it says, with our mouth, we bless God, we praise God, but then we turn around and we curse people who are made in the image of God. And this should not be, it says in the book of James. And so we're going to be taking communion over this today. Number one, I believe, asking for forgiveness if we've done this. I think we've all probably done this. And then we're going to be asking for God to help us to walk in this. We are, we are consistently walking in praise and blessing rather than cursing coming out of our mouths. I think this makes a big difference. In the book of James, chapter 3, it says that we set the whole course of our life on fire with our tongue. So learning to speak praise, learning to speak, speak blessing consistently. I know the Apostle Paul talks about, you know, when we're persecuted, when we're cursed, we turn around and we turn it into a blessing. So we're going to take communion over this today. So let's pray. And then we're going to go through our filters for today, and then we'll do our time of communion. Heavenly Father, I pray for all those who are watching or listening, their families, their friends, everybody connected to them, and all of our church and governmental leaders. And I thank you for releasing us from darkness and transferring us into the light, into the kingdom of your dear son. I thank you for your purpose and grace given to us in Christ Jesus before time ever began. I thank you that Jesus was smitten for us by you so that you could fight for us. And I keep asking that you, the father of glory, would give us the spirit of wisdom and revelation so that we would know you better that the eyes of our hearts would be enlightened to know the hope to which you've called us and the riches of your glorious inheritance that is in us and the immeasurable greatness of your power to us who believe. The same power that you exercised in Christ when you raised him from the dead and seated him at your right hand in heavenly places, far above all rule and authority and power and dominion, and every name that is named, not only in this age, but also in the one to come. And you put all things under his feet and made him to be the head of the body, the fullness of him who fills all in all. And Father, I ask you to bless us and to make your face shine upon us. Let us find grace and favor in your eyes. Expand our borders and our territory. Expand our capacity to receive everything you've given us in Christ. And to let it flow through us so that we do good and are a blessing to people all over the world. Send us opportunities to do good and be a blessing today. And help us be sensitive to those opportunities and make the most of them. Keep your hand on us and help us do today what's right and best in your eyes. And do it with peace and joy and confidence in you. And we ask you to stretch out your hand to heal and do signs and wonders and keep us from evil and pain. Through the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. All right, let's go through our filters for the day. These filters are short things that I write at the top of my journal every night. As a way to help me stay in rhythm with God, as a way to stay in step with Him, as a way to filter my decision-making and keep things top of mind. Give me a little nudge back in the right direction, just in case I ever get off track. And so I like to start with the big picture vision, which for me personally, that's abundant life training centers all over the world, making the body of Christ healthy and beautiful. 
Our program, The Abundant Life Blueprint, started about 10 years ago when Proverbs 13, 22 changed the course of my whole life. It says a good man leaves an inheritance for his children's children. And that verse inspired me to start creating manuals and lessons and teachings for all the different areas of life. Areas like purpose and health and family and finances, order, time, and community. But when I got started, I had no clue where to start. So I began to seek after God. And he was so faithful. He began to show up, began to teach me, began to train me, helped me to know him better. He taught me this whole new way to live, a different way to operate my life. When we make him the center, we make him the source. We learn how to rest and trust in him. We learn how to do things his way. We learn how to walk in the light as he is in the light. And when we walk in the light, we have fellowship with him. We have fellowship with one another. We're walking in faith. We're walking in love. We're walking in forgiveness and gratitude and humility. As we rest and trust in him. Now, it wasn't always easy learning how to do things a new way. And man had to unlearn some things, to let go of some old patterns, and to learn how to walk out this new way of living. And I began to document what I was learning and the things that God was taking me through. And it turned into a series of books and courses and blueprints and now partners that we have called the Abundant Life Blueprint. And the vision is to build Abundant Life training centers all over the world that are implementing these blueprints, thriving communities of people who are working together making the body of Christ healthy and beautiful. And then this year in 2022, our focus has been the year of the beautiful land. In the Old Testament, God told the people he was going to give them the best and most beautiful land in the entire world as their inheritance. And that's symbolic for us of this rich inheritance that we have in Christ. It's got everything we need and desire in there. And this year, God's been teaching us how to possess that land, how to hold fast to it, how to, how to keep it by filling up the basket of praise. We've talked about the example of two baskets on a balancing scale. On one side, we've got a basket full of all the issues and problems that we face. And we can fill it up with venting and complaining, cursing, as we're talking about today, toiling away on our mind, worry, stress. Or we can cast those cares over onto God. We can leave those problems over there in that basket. And we can turn around and we can fill up that other basket. The basket of blessing. The basket of praise. Praising God for who he is. Praising him for all that he's done for us in Christ. All that he's done for us personally in our lives. Praising him for what he's promised us. It helps us to magnify the light. Magnify God. By filling up that basket of praise. And this month in October, our focus has been on understanding the times. In First Chronicles chapter 12, it says the people of Issachar had understanding of the times. And because of their understanding, they knew the best course of action to take. They knew what to do because they had understanding. And so it's having us have the understanding of God's grace. I believe the most important thing for us to understand is God's grace. Colossians 1.6 says the gospel bears fruit in our lives ever since the day we understood God's grace. It's understanding that we have this covenant of grace, that God is working continually for our good. Even when we feel like we've missed it, we've fallen short, he's working continually for our good. And it's happening in that unseen realm where we can't see him. 
and having that underlying understanding. Now, this, this week, we have been in what's called the Feast of Tabernacles. We're in the fall of the years. This is a time it's called the Feast of Tabernacles, a seven-day harvest festival, a time to rejoice in the harvest. And today is the final day. Today is the seventh day of the Feast of Tabernacles, a reminder for us to rest in Christ. And tomorrow is a special day called the eighth day. It was the day that Jesus stood up and he said, If anybody who's thirsty, let him come to me, and out of his innermost being will flow rivers of living water. And in the book of John, that says that was the last great day. It was the day, the great day. It's a reminder of the greatness of God, the greatness of Jesus, and that he wants to make us great. And it's the eighth day, because on that day, the yearly cycle starts over again. It's a day of new beginnings. It's a reminder of a fresh start and of God's grace in our life. As we move forward into this fresh start, we've got a new way of living to walk out. Doing things a new way. No more praising God, blessing God, and then turning around and cursing people. We're supposed to walk in blessing and praise continually. Is there a time for rebuking and correcting? Absolutely. But we can do it with a spirit of gentleness, a spirit of love, speaking the truth in love. So let's take a look at this scripture today. James chapter 3, this is verses 9 through 12. It says, With the tongue we praise our Lord and Father, and with it we curse human beings who have been made in God's likeness. Out of the same mouth come blessing or praise. Some versions say blessing, some versions say praise. Out of the same mouth come blessing or praise and cursing. My brothers and sisters, this should not be. Can both fresh water and salt water flow from the same spring? My brothers and sisters, can a, tree, can a fig tree bear olives or a grapevine bear figs? Neither can a salt spring produce fresh water. And so, Heavenly Father, we are asking for your help today to help us to understand this so that we know how to walk in it. And first of all, we're asking for forgiveness because I'm sure all of us have fallen short in this area. We've said some things probably in our lives that we should say. We're asking for your forgiveness. Just any times we've cursed you or cursed people, just maybe out of our own lack of understanding or ignorance, or maybe just struggling to walk it out. We ask for your forgiveness in that. And we're asking for your help to walk in this, to walk in blessing and praise consistently, to just do away with the cursing. Yes, there's a place for speaking the truth in love, but we can do it with blessing and praise at the same time with gentleness. And we're asking for your help with that. Heavenly Father, we thank you that the night Jesus was betrayed. He took the bread and said, this is my body broken for you. Do this in remembrance of me. God sent us Jesus. He didn't have to. Could have left us on our own, but he chose the way of love. We'd all missed it. We'd all gone astray and God laid upon him the sins and the iniquities of us all. The punishment that we deserved. And by his stripes, we've been healed. We've been made right and holy and perfect in his sight all through his one sacrifice. And God raised him up from the dead and seated him at his right hand in heavenly places. 
and he raised us up together with him. He made us one with him. And communion is a time to celebrate our union with him, being unified with him, being made one with him. A time for us to remember that, a time to celebrate that each day. And so, Father, I thank you for this bread and all that it represents and ask you to bless it in Jesus' name. If you have your bread, you can take your bread. Then after supper, Jesus took the cup. He said, this is the cup of the new covenant. In my blood poured out for the forgiveness of sins for many. And it's the forgiveness of sins that releases us from darkness and transfers us into the light, into the kingdom of Jesus. And he's a great king. He makes his people great. His blood washes us and cleanses us, gives us his fresh start in life. We get to walk out this day today connected with God in partnership with him. So, Father, I thank you for this cup and ask you to bless it in Jesus' name. If you have your juice, you can take your juice. All right, I want you to take a couple moments here before we wrap it up for today. Normally, after our time of communion, we do some health and fitness tips because I truly believe physical exercise helps us teaches us how to exercise our faith, how to apply it, teaches us those principles. So something I want you to do, let's take a look back a year ago. Where were you with your health and fitness? Where were you with your health, your energy, your sleep? Where were you in your workouts? Are you stronger? Are you fitter? Is your endurance better? What progress have you made over this last year? And if you haven't seen progress, what adjustments do we need to make moving forward? We've got a fresh start coming up, a new beginning. What adjustments do we need to make? But I hope it's been helpful for you today. If you'd like to be a part of what we're doing in the Abundant Life Blueprint, you can go to the Abundant Life Training Center.com.